RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines. The death toll in the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak reaches 170, with more than 7,000 infected. Anger boils over in Hong Kong as hundreds queue at pharmacies for a tiny supply of face masks. And Amnesty International accuses the SAR's government of violating people's rights. Mainland authorities say the number of confirmed deaths from the new coronavirus has risen to 170, with Hubei province reporting all but one of the 38 new deaths. The other death was in Sichuan province. It's the biggest single-day increase. Hubei also recorded the most new infections, with more than 1,000 new confirmed cases, bringing the mainland's total to around 7,700. Virologist Malik Paris says the rapid increase in cases on the mainland is partly due to the availability of diagnostic testing for the virus. Professor Paris, the University of Hong Kong's Chair of Virology, suggested Hong Kong further reduce the number of visitors coming from the mainland. He said it was more difficult to contain the spread of the virus because of its early stage of transmission. With this virus, it seems to be transmitting much earlier. Uh, more like influenza, which can transmit more or less from the day that symptoms arise. And that means uh, breaking the chain of transmission becomes much more difficult. The heads of 17 district councils have published a joint letter expressing anger over the government's efforts to prevent the spread of the Wuhan virus. They say the administration has completely ignored public opinion and put undue pressure on frontline medical staff. They demanded a meeting with the chief executive and said they supported closing the border completely to mainland visitors. Democrat Lokin A, who heads the Southern District Council, said the government should also act to stop mainland visitors from taking home supplies of goods like face masks and hand sanitizers. Those Hong Kongers, we're not visitors here. We're not a mainland tourist here. Uh, we're not here to bring our masks back to mainland. We're using our masks here in Hong Kong. So I think it's totally different. It's mainland people and Hong Kong people's uh, different views and different uh, approaches in, in, in buying and in using those uh, consumables. Six border control points have been closed since midnight, but little traffic has been seen at the two crossings that are still open. An RTHK reporter said there weren't many passengers on trains leaving from Lo Wu and Lok Machau at around 8 a.m. A Shenzhen resident said there were fewer people than usual at the Lok Machiao checkpoint. Anger erupted outside branches of Watson's this morning as new supplies of face masks quickly ran out. People gathered from the early hours after the pharmacy chain announced that it would have 20 packs of masks to sell at each of its 230 stores. Hundreds of people missed out despite waiting for hours and some took their frustration out on staff. Police were called to a Tin Wai shop as people banged on the door and shouted abuse at employees. At the Kowloon Tong store, staff said 400 people joined the queue. Lisa, a domestic helper, waited for five hours. I came here, it's five o'clock. It's ordered, even though one box. I get I'm number 13. This is a lucky ticket, but the number is not lucky 13, but it's for me, it's so lucky. 
The hospital authority's director for cluster services says its stockpile of surgical masks has now fallen to below a three-month supply. But Dr Deacons Young said it was still adequate for medical staff. He said the authority ordered more masks at the beginning of the month to prepare for the new coronavirus, but they hadn't yet arrived. He said strict infection control measures meant there had been a big increase in the number of masks used by patients and visitors before and after the Lunar New Year holiday. Dr Young said the authority hoped to replenish mask supplies in the coming days. Pro-democracy lawmakers have expressed shock after a member of the Beijing loyalist camp, An Chiang, posted a 10-minute video on her Facebook page explaining how to steam face masks for reuse. Democrat Roy Kwong said Ms Chiang even told members of the health services panel, which she chairs, that she was wearing a reused mask this morning. Mr Kwong sarcastically called her a genius. Ms Chiang clarified in a later Facebook post that masks should only be steamed as a last resort. But medical sector lawmaker Pierre Chan says steaming masks is simply a horrible idea. Very bad. It's common sense. They will destroy the structure of that surgical mask. It's very simple. And we suggest not that this is one use only. And please do that. The chairman of LegCo's finance committee, Chan Kinpour, says he's calling off a meeting scheduled for tomorrow at the request of the Pandemocrats. He said experts had advised people to stay at home and the next two weeks are cru- cru- critical to fighting the spread of the Wuhan virus. Mr Chan said the committee was well behind schedule and had more than 50 funding requests to scrutinise this term, so would need to make up for lost time. If we have the meeting tomorrow, and the meeting is very long, eight hours, so there will be a lot of supporting staff. They all need to uh, come to this uh, building to conduct the meeting. So after con- consulting the other members, the government, and also the secretary, secretarial service, I think I've come to the condition that we will cancel the meeting tomorrow. But we will try to find some time to compensate for this eight-hour loss. The World Health Organization will decide today whether to declare a global health emergency. The head of the organization, Tedros Adhanaman, was speaking in Geneva. The continued increase in cases and the evidence of human-to-human transmission outside China are, of course, both deeply concerning, although the numbers outside China are still relatively small. They hold the potential for a much larger outbreak. Japan's health minister says three of its citizens, among more than 200 evacuated from Wuhan yesterday, tested positive for the new virus. Meanwhile, US officials say the almost 200 of its citizens who were also flown out yesterday are free of symptoms, but will remain isolated for up to 72 hours. To other news, human rights group Amnesty International says 2019 was a year of both repression and resistance for Hong Kong, with youth at the forefront of people's struggle to protect fundamental freedoms. Alex Price reports. In its latest annual report on human rights in Asia, Amnesty International said Hong Kong authorities are increasingly adopting the mainland's vague and all-encompassing definition of national security, while violating people's rights to freedom of peaceful assembly, expression and association. The group said there was a rapid deterioration in the city's human rights situation, which was dominated by months of sometimes violent anti-government protests stemming from opposition to the now-withdrawn extradition bill. It said authorities showed an apparent thirst for retaliation, accusing police of excessive force of protests and a pattern of arbitrary arrests. Amnesty had ten recommendations for the government, including for rights to be respected and protected. 
A lawyer for the former U.S. National Security Advisor, John Bolton, has dismissed a White House claim that his new book contains significant classified information that must be removed before publication. Leaked excerpts from the book claim Donald Trump told Mr. Bolton directly he was holding back aid to Ukraine until Kiev agreed to investigate the president's political rival, Joe Biden. Lev Parnas, an associate of Mr. Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, says more will be revealed if he's called to testify in the impeachment trial. There's a lot that's going to come out if, if they call me as a witness and then we will validate it and we will show it and we will prove it because we have text messages, we have e emails, and we will validate everything I say. And that's why they're trying to hide the truth. Keep your eye on the ball. And the two most important people here is John Bolton and myself because well, I was involved with Rudy Giuliani and the president on the Ukrainian side and John Bolton was aware of everything that was going on. A new study suggests the worst-case scenario for the rate of global warming is no longer applicable. Here's the BBC's Matt McGrath. About 10 years ago, researchers developed four carbon emission scenarios to help them predict how much the world might warm this century. The highest framework depicted a world where coal use increased rapidly and where there were almost no attempts by governments to curb carbon. Among climate scientists, it became known as the business-as-usual projection. This scheme is no longer plausible and shouldn't be used, say researchers. Instead of a world that warms by 6 degrees Celsius as imagined in the extreme scenario, the authors of this new work say that 3 degrees is now much more realistic. The European Parliament has ratified Brexit, the last hurdle before the United Kingdom leaves the European Union tomorrow after 47 years. Some British MEPs were in tears as they gave a valedictory speech. The chamber in Brussels burst into song after the vote. The head of the Brexit party, Nigel Farage, waved a union flag. The European Parliament's Brexit coordinator, Guillaume uh, Verhofstadt, had this to say afterwards. Yeah, I think it was a very emotional session uh, of, the, uh, of the Parliament. I've never seen such an emotion uh, in this uh, Parliament. So everybody uh, will miss uh, yeah, the, the British representatives, not all British representatives, for example. I don't think that we will miss Mr Farage, but uh, all the others, yes. The European Commission has issued guidelines allowing EU member states to ban companies deemed high-risk from building 5G telecommunications networks. It did not single out the Chinese firm Huawei, which Washington says is in league with Chinese intelligence services. Huawei denies it. Scientific findings published in the journal Nature suggest lungs have a remarkable ability to repair genetic damage caused by smoking, but only if you quit. The cells that escape damage may help the lungs recover. Many scientists had thought the mutations were permanent even if you stopped smoking. But researchers cautioned that quitting did not eliminate all the risk of lung cancer. Dr Peter Campbell from the Sanger Institute said the discovery was a huge surprise. We were totally unprepared for the finding that perhaps there are cells that can regenerate and replenish in the normal airways. One of the remarkable things about this study was that we found patients uh, who had quit smoking even after 40 years of cigarette smoking had regeneration of cells that were totally unscathed by the exposure to tobacco. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 26,668. That's 492 points down on the previous close. Currency is the US dollar trading at 108.9 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 10 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 10 cents. Sport now and the captain of the Canadian women's football team, Christine Sinclair, has become the highest scorer in international football history with 185 goals. Here's the BBC's Emily Haller. 
Christine Sinclair has now scored more international goals than any other woman or man in football history. She scored twice in Canada's 7-0 demolition of St. Kitts and Nevis, breaking the previous record which was held by the retired US striker Abby Wambach, who has praised Sinclair's achievement. She wrote on Twitter, Your victory is our victory. Sinclair is 36 and has played nearly 300 matches for Canada. She's never won FIFA Player of the Year, despite being nominated seven times. The highest scoring man in international football is currently Cristiano Ronaldo, whose total is little over half that of Christine Sinclair. More sport now, here's Atom Chung. We start with football. Defending champions Manchester City are through to the English League Cup final. City lost 1-0 at home to neighbours Manchester United in their semi-final second leg, but go through 3-2 on aggregate. Nemanja Matic scored the game's only goal and was sent off 14 minutes from time. The former Premier League player Dion Dublin says City's quality was too much for United to overcome. You know what, I, I, I believe that United possibly could have been better in the in the final third but City over the course of the game nicked it with possession a bit more quality Silva comes on you know Jesus comes on they've got so much quality that in the end possibly just nicked it over the two legs it's the third year in a row that Manchester City have reached the League Cup final. They'll play Aston Villa at Wembley on the 1st of March. Though his team failed to beat United in the second leg, the City boss Pep Guardiola says he had to be pleased with the way his players performed. I like my team, how they play. We concede a little bit more than, not usual, but the last years against United, we concede a little bit uh, contra We knew it with the pace they have, with James, with uh, Martial, with Rashford. Because sometimes it's not possible to control it because when you lose the balls, when we cannot lose, sometimes it's difficult to control. But in general, we did what we like. So we arrived in the final third many, 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 many times. Unfortunately, we cannot finish in a little bit more. But I like to watch my team. I know nobody's agree, but... Liverpool remain unbeaten in the English Premier League. Goals from Mo Salah and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain gave them a 2-0 win away to West Ham. Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool now top the table by 19 points, but the manager isn't interested in setting records. Our record is a record and then somebody breaks the record. So I, when, when I became with Dortmund and um, champion everywhere, 81 points. It was the all-time record in Germany. One year later, Bayern had 90. <laughs> so uh, it's not nothing I'm really um, I'm too much uh, concerned about. That's the truth. But um, game statistics are important. And this today, um, that all the stats we had today are... are Obviously positive, but strange as well, because we had only five shots on target and, and, and West Ham had four. So that with 70-something percent possession, that makes no sense. In baseball news, the veteran manager Dusty Baker has been hired by the Houston Astros to take over a clubhouse that's been hit by the sign-stealing scandal. The three-time National League Manager of the Year replaces A.J. Hinge, who was fired by the club and suspended by the league for his role in the illegal sign-stealing committed by his team during the Astros' World Series winning season in 2017. At age 70, Baker is the oldest manager in Major League Baseball. And that's your look at sports. And that's the news from RTHK.
And welcome to today's 123 show. My name is Noreen Mir, and today is Thursday, Thursday the 30th of January. Many thanks uh, to James Ross. Three, show. One. 
very kind, sir, sitting in for Mr. Phil Whelan. Don't worry, guys, Phil is fine. Just recovering from the... No, no, I'm kidding. He's fine, he's fine. He was supposed to have a presentation today, but that got cancelled, as a lot of things did these days. So he is fine, don't worry. Anyway, enough about Phil. Uh, He will be back on air tomorrow. Um, On today's 123 show, we are going to talk to Jules Hannaford. Now, she's the author of a memoir.